We will return to our regularly scheduled program. Please stand by for further details. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hello and welcome to Tyler and Lynch on Standby, episode number... 17. 17. 17. Uh, quick update for you. Uh, lots happening, uh, but uh, still officially on standby. Uh, there's nothing, nothing to be said as of right now, um, but... Maybe we'll hear from Chad Kroger soon. Maybe. Maybe. Still, I haven't got the email. I haven't got a phone call. No text or anything? No, I'm just checking my Instagram messages. Nothing yet. Okay. Uh, but I would imagine that Chad Kroger will be on the show very soon. Uh, thank you for checking out the show once again. Big thank you to Kami Here Often Podcast Network. Producer Alexi here. Once again, we got a story about hot yoga from you yeah. coming up. Yeah. And we're very excited about you teased it perfectly at the end of the last episode, so we're excited about that. Thank you. Um, and uh, Lynch, you made it back from camping. I did, and guess what? What? No mouse this time. Although, I woke up in the middle of the night to go take a leak, Yeah. and the fire was still going. Right. And That's not f- very fire safe. You should have made sure that was out before you went to bed. But okay, okay, all right. It's fine. Okay, Smokey <laughs> the Bear is disappointed in you, but... But, you know, okay, so I get out of the tent, <laughs> yeah. and I got my flashlight, and I kind of point at the fire and stuff like that. And there was a friggin' mouse that oh was like right around the fire. And I was like, oh, crap. And I'd check my traps in the morning in the car and nothing. 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 So thank God there was no mouse. You've camped a lot already this year. I know. I guess all the time. There's off. nothing else to do. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing else to do. What's your number one, number one camping tip for people who may be trying camping for the first time this year? Bins. You know what? <laughs> Honestly, I, I go on about bins and stuff, but bins are the best way to pack your vehicle. If you've got like a smaller car, you can get everything inside those bins and it's not awkwardly all over the place. So bin just game. organization. Organization, bin game strong. Organization <laughs> is super important when you're camping because it gets dark. I, like, especially if you're like a city dweller and you're not used to going out to the country, it'll blow your mind how dark it gets without like the light pollution of the city. Yes. So like to be organized. Know exactly sure have, what's in each bin. And like, go to, when you go to bed when you're camping, like have everything right beside you. You know what I mean? Like a, the amount of times I've got drunk and like forgot to put my flashlight beside my pillow and then you wake up in the middle of the night and you do it to piss and then you're like, I have no idea where the flashlight is and you're just, it's a nightmare. <laughs> like just make sure everything is right there. Yeah. Your bear spray. That's a very important thing make to sure have. Make sure the bear spray is there so that way if you roll over in the middle of the night, you set it off, you'll wake yourself up. It's <laughs> a harsh wake up, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you're not sunburnt. That was my main concern because uh, uh, stuff is happening. We can't say what, but we're probably going to have to do a promo photo shoot, I would imagine, in the next couple of weeks. Can you imagine if I was like and lobster I was like, red? God damn it, Lynch is going to come back sunburnt. Like he's and we're going <laughs> we're, we're to be and like I'm pretty red right now like it's been nice here the last couple days and i'm just like sitting on the roof like trying to hide from the sun i'm like i'm too white (laughs) i'm too white i need can't be red for these photos i'm sure there are a ton of people who are going to come back this weekend fully burnt oh yeah oh yeah like um but i'm glad you're not going to be burnt in the new photos i think it'll just be me which is like a long tradition of mine by the way like we just always seem to get new jobs in the summer and yeah, it's hard to do promo photos when you're this white in the summer. You just you're always red, just always red. And uh, I also noticed, too, there, there was a ton of mammals biking on the highway. Mammals? Mammals. So it's middle aged men in Lycra. <laughs> middle aged men in Lycra love to bike on the highway. So just watch out for the mammals. If you are driving well, where around. Where did you come up? Did you come up with that? No, time? my buddy did. And I thought it was the funniest <laughs> thing ever. That's great. And it's so true. It is true. It's always middle-aged men wearing Lycra. 
That's a great term. I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. Uh, we got our email open still, uh, tylandlynch at gmail.com, but we've had, you're in charge of the email. Can you explain what's going on with the email so, situation? I woke up earlier on in the week and we had like a gazillion messages. Too many. And I was like, what the more, hell? More messages than we have listeners. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, what is going on? And somebody <laughs> named Maria has signed us up for a thousand friggin' things. <laughs> like everything from like surveys for marijuana to applications for bank loans from like the Bank of America or Capital One. It's all in the States, everything. Free samples for stuff, you know, uh, gift cards for like you know, PayPal and Costco and everything like that. Our email just got used for, yeah, for, for her to get free promotional things. Yes. So, Maria, Maria thank you. Maria, you fucked us. Like, like what hard. the hell, Maria? Where do you think that, do you think that they just find the, how, does this happen a lot? Like, you would think, We've had public emails for like a long time. With yeah, and I've never station. had anything. I've never had anything like this. Like you get weird kind of like people reaching out directly to you that find your email on a website, like the radio station website or whatever, and then you end up on this weird list. I've never had this happen. You think she just like found it on an, our YouTube channel or something and was like, oh, I can sign up with this? Thoughts? I'm, you look like you have a thought. I mean, like maybe, but like, I don't know. Do you, wait, does it say it in your description? Because if you're just saying it out loud, that means she had to like listen at like listen to the podcast. No, it's actually like, in the description of the videos. Uh, and I wonder if that's why. Maybe. Yeah. Is that the problem? But it's so. only one person. That's the thing. So it's weird. not like there's multiple names on this. It's only Maria. Maria is the one who fucked us. Maria, Maria, if you are watching, why'd you do that to us? <laughs> yeah. It's so hard to get the emails that we actually want to read now because it's just all DoorDash emails in Walmart. And you know what, Maria? If you are getting free samples and you have anything cool, maybe send something to us because yeah. you're using our damn email. Yeah, if yeah. you get a DoorDash gift certificate, send it our way. At least one. You've signed up for a million things. Right. That must have taken you all weekend. Maybe. And here's a theory. We kind of ripped on like the coupon people. Oh. Oh. <laughs> right. And Maria is clearly like a coupon people. Like she's doing all this to get free shit. Do you think she's just mad about our take on coupon people? Oh, maybe. Maybe she's just offended by the way you say coupon. Coupon? <laughs> Could be that. Coupon. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a friend reach out. Who's listening to that episode? Mm -hmm. He said it's a maritime thing. Uh, what coupon is? What how they say it in the Maritimes? And my family is from from out east in New Brunswick. So it just got passed down. To I you. think so. Mm. Generational trauma. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Coupon. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's what it is. Well, I think so too. Because uh, I also heard my dad say it in retrospect, and like he's from Maritimes as well. And he says coupon or coupon coupon coupon. Yeah. Yeah. Coupon. Yeah. Coupon. It's coupon. Coupon. Yeah. No. <laughs> Which way? What? What, what? The East Coast way. East Coast way is coupon. Right. But the proper way to say it is coupon. Is it the proper way? Let's not continue this argument. It's <laughs> it's the right way. Regardless, uh, Maria. So it's a maritime thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's interesting because I have family. Oh, a good chunk of my family is from the Maritimes as well. And I say it like a normal person. You should ask them. You should actually call them and ask them about it. I'm just looking Timing wise, I don't think we can. Or I'll take a call right, right now. Yeah, yeah. Just a real aggressive. Just hey, hey, it's been a year. How do you say regardless. this? <laughs> uh, we did get one email uh, that tied back to the last episode. We got a voice memo in the last episode from Anna, who cleans uh, hostel bathrooms or did uh, in Australia, and someone took a dump on top of the toilet. It was disgusting. a disgusting story. Uh, probably our worst job experience yet. 
Uh, but Jen sent us an email and it says, I went to Europe when I was 19 by myself. I got to Edinburgh and I got a job cleaning the hostel for free accommodation. That was a big perk. My favorite part was female guests would keep their sex toys in the back of the toilet. What? Like in the back of the tank. We'd take them out and leave them on the common room table and slowly you'd see them disappear back to the rightful owners. I don't know why people thought this was a good place to keep them. Why wouldn't you keep them in your backpack with your other life things? Yeah. In the back of the toilet? In the tank? In the tank is where they would hide their sex toys. Why? At this hostel. And like clearly like quite often if that's like the story that sticks out from Jen. Why wouldn't you just keep it in your backpack? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, toilet tanks are kind of dirty, aren't they? Like, yeah. I know they're not, it's not part of the actual toilet bowl. No, it's all fresh water in there, but, yeah. but still. And like just fully submerged, leaving it in there. Yeah. Like, like there's still sediment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like from the pipes and all that kind of stuff. Like it's fresh water, but it's like, it's a lot of buildup in a lot of those. Maybe they're trying to be environmentally conscious. Or like, uh, yeah. I've never stayed in this hostel. Like a hostel. Like, are you that concerned about like people going through your stuff that you're like, oh, I don't want to leave this in my bag because people are going to go through my bag. Is that like no, such an issue? But you're leaving it now in a common area. Right. Like, well, they, the cleaners, they would take it out because they also who's cleaning the tank of the toilet? Why are they checking it so often? Yeah. <laughs> like, I remember There's, we used to keep beer in the back of our tank. Why? Just to keep it cold. It works. It's true. It's like, we used to. It also saves water. It does. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good point. Like you're at a hotel and the ice bucket's too small because the ice bucket never fits. It fits like two beers and you're like, yeah. I'm going to have six today. So you can put a six pack right in the back of the toilet. It you perfectly can even dump fits. some ice in there too. You could. It's actually a great idea. <laughs> this is a new thing. I'm it's like a do toilet cooler. Hotel is check the, the tank at the hotel and see if there's anything in there. Do you do any weird stuff like that when you go to hotel rooms, like check stuff? I I always take the bed fully down just in case to see because there's been times where I've done that and there's been like blood or whatever oh, in there. Hotel's gross. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I do that first. I'm I'm talking about for fun stuff. Oh. Like, hmm. So there's like a, a a tradition at least amongst comedians, um, and it really uh, like a lot of the time when you're doing a specific club. Uh, they'll have a deal with a specific hotel and the comics end up staying in the same rooms a lot of the time. Uh, so like a big thing is like you open the Bible to the page number that matches the room. Okay. And like if it's a comics hotel, like a lot of comics will write stuff on that page and like message like just weird little like leave a note for the, whoever the next comic's going to be on the page that matches the room number. So that's one. Really? Yeah, yeah. Also, page 420 in the Bible. If you open that up in a lot of hotel rooms, you'll find interesting things. Oh. Uh, just dumb stoner things, obviously, on page 420. Also, uh, people will leave weed behind. Like, there's like a stoner tradition. It's less popular now that you're allowed to fly with weed, but when you were, like, at least in Canada. But when you weren't allowed to bring weed with you and you just had to get it everywhere you went, people would, like, leave weed on top of, like, door frames of the closet. Like joints and stuff? Yeah, yeah. So like, or you just leave it behind there. Um, So I always check that stuff in every hotel room. I check it in every room I go to. And like, sometimes you find, I I don't think I've ever found weed. I've been told about What have you found then? Nothing. (laughs) Nothing on the door. I've just been told about that tradition. I have saw the notes in the Bible though, uh, in multiple different hotels. So I check that in every one I go to. I'm going to add tank to the list of things I check. So if you found a joint up there, would you smoke it? Yes. Really? 
Who's yeah? That's just but you don't know what's in it. Yeah, I wouldn't just, <laughs> if it was like a half joint. No, because I'd be like, I don't want this person's lips on my lips. You know? Mm, yeah. Um, if it was a full like pre-rolled joint or even just a full hand-rolled joint, probably. Hmm. I'd be I leery about that just Why? in case. Yeah. Why? Well, I'm, what if we were like smoking it and you got wet? Like angel dust or something in there. Then you're having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> For, For free. free. <laughs> For free. <laughs> oh, I think man. that's fun. Yeah. Oh, geez. I like, I'll definitely go and do the Ross from Friends style, like taking all the toiletries and like going out and like finding the cart. Right. Oh, I've done that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you see the cart and you're just like, you know, they're in there and it's like, Little mini mouthwashes. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> these are mine now. Right. <laughs> my mom. Have you ever got like charged for like messing up a hotel? No, no. My mom. So <laughs> one time I booked a hotel stay for myself when I was going back to Toronto, but I booked the wrong date. Like just way off. I have no idea how I did it. I I booked it for like three weeks later than when I was there. <laughs> just. And I couldn't get the refund. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know how I fucked it up. Um, but it was like a little mini vacation for me. Um, so I rented like a nice hotel room and whatever. I managed to find a place to stay and I was fine, but I couldn't get the refund for this. So I gave it to my parents as a Christmas present. I was like, oh, I got you this nice hotel stay in downtown Toronto. I'm like, oh my God, that's so nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know I just couldn't get a refund and I was supposed to buy it for myself. Um, so they went. And then my mom called me the next day and she's like, Ty, you're going to get like a $1,500 charge to your credit card. And I was like, what the fuck? What? Why? And she's what? like, well, you put us on the 18th floor and there's no balcony. So we're just going to smoke in the room. Oh, and I was what? like, mom, what? Oh. Yeah. And then I got a charge on my no. credit card. And- wow. Thanks, mom. Yeah. 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 That's oh how much God. she loves the darts, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> no That's way. an aggressive charge. I, mm-hmm. That's that's messed up. <laughs> I, I like stayed in an Airbnb once, which is like different standards. Right. And I found uh, just the end of like just a roach on the on the nightstand. And I was like, oh, end? So they, oh, no. Oh, no. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, oh, no, they didn't clean it. Yeah. Didn't right, clean right. It's place. just a, like a highlight that they didn't clean. Yeah. We had we talked about this on the air and got so many calls of like disgusting things people have found in hotel rooms. It's. Like there was one guy who called and he got, he looked at the bed and they realized that someone had made an incision into the mattress, like cut a hole in it and then stuffed a bunch of sex toys (laughs) into the mattress. And he's just like, that's disgusting. (laughs) And then like, even with that, I mean, hiding in the back of the tank, hiding it in the mattress of the hotel room that you're not in anymore. Like, do you just go back frequently? Like, are you commonly using that room yeah. and you're like, Oh, I'm sick. of I don't want these in my carry on, you know, like I'll just leave me here for next time. Like what's the logic of cutting a hole in the mattress to bury a dildo? Like I don't, yeah, that is so weird. It's very strange. And what a weird thing to find. Like an incision in the mattress is scary enough. And then you pull out a butt plug. You're like, what? But who's the guy who's like reaching into that. Also that. Yeah. But to be fair, I think I would. You like, would do yeah. that? Yeah. If there's a hole, you want to know it's in there, right? Like, I'm not going to. Oh, my God. What is this? Yeah. It's, it's like one of those boxes you see yeah, online yeah. where you don't know what's inside, yeah. but you have to touch it. And it's like, oh, my God, what is that? It's a Jimmy Fallon Tonight Show yeah. bit. <laughs> He's like, Channing Tatum's going to reach into the hole of the mattress tonight at nine. Oh, he pulls out the American dream. Yeah. <laughs> 
So thank you for the message from Jen. Uh, cleaning hostels seems to be uh, a rough job experience. But, Alexi, it is time. We need to know your hot yoga story. You teased it at the end of the last episode, and I'm fascinated to know what your your job experience was that involves hot yoga. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, this is so gross. Um, And that's like what it, like... Uh, the shit story really stirred it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Okay. Drummed it up. Um, <laughs> So... Yeah, I worked at this hot yoga studio and I did reception, but the big perk was that you could also go and do classes because there was only one studio in the building. So whenever a class was ongoing, you'd like lock the door. Nobody would come in. Um, So you get to participate in the classes. So that was really fun. Um, But afterwards, part of the reception job was you had to mop the floors after hot yoga. So you're a receptionist slash janitor? Yeah. Okay, all right. And you'd have to wash the towels. But the thing about like, okay, it's like hot yoga people sweat like a lot. Like some people like it's, you know, they pick up their mat afterwards and it's like a lake. Oh, oh gross. So, what's the temperature at hot yoga? Oh, like, I don't, any guess? I don't, I couldn't. Is it like say. sauna hot? It's yeah. It's like sauna hot for sure. It's like hot, hot. Like I feel like that's dangerous. It is. Yeah. So I mean like people, people would pass out. People would maybe, I, I think people have, but a lot of people would go and like leave the room and throw up, but they'd always throw up in the sink. Oh, and then I'd have to clean that as well. That's also part of my story. But the worst part was having to go with like one of those push mops and pushing sweat and having it just carry around with you. You know, when you're like trying to push water and it's just right. Yeah, you're just like squeegeeing it around. Yeah, just moving the water around the sweat. Yeah. Oh Oh my god, that's a horrible thing. That place must smell. It does. It does. I just think. Go ahead. I was going to say, how do they like make the air not smell? Like, do they have like air fresheners or like? I mean, I guess they kind of had a fan, but really it did just smell. It kind of just smelled like balls. Oh, because you think of like what a hockey bag smells like. It was kind of. And your equipment's full of sweat. Right. And being in a closed area like a hot yoga studio and that much sweat, that would reek. Like multiple people too. Yeah. 20, 30 people in a class. Oh, gross. You just, your job is just mop up pools of sweat. Yeah. Uh, probably lots of loose farts, I would imagine, in a hot yoga studio, too. L- loose, wet ones. Yeah, yeah, mm. like Because of the sweat. Accidental yeah. farts because of, like, the movements. Yeah. And then the sweat on top of it would make it... That's got it. Yeah. Oh. yeah. It does not sound relaxing. It sounds or- like the type of thing I would want to do maybe alone. But I don't think yeah. I could ever do, like, in a group of 20. Like it, it's nice though, because then everybody's doing it. Because you kind of get like a bit of like a heat panic when you're in the class. Because hmm. like the first few times, especially, you just like you don't know how to deal with it. It's kind of nice to have everyone around you, and they're all breathing together, and like that's nice to have it like as a collective group. But yeah, having the, the smells, right? The smells and the people potentially leaving to go throw up in the sink. Not fun. So what you're saying is it's nice to know that like everybody is as disgusting as you are at that yeah. moment. Like yeah. there's not a lot of judgment going around. It's like we're yeah. all sweaty. Yeah. We're all got some loose wet farts on the go and yeah. all of us <laughs> might throw up in the sink. <laughs> like we can all take turns. Yeah. <laughs> Did you put like a sign up on the mirror saying don't puke in the sink? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I should have. I should have honestly. <laughs> Here's a good question though. You're you got you got to throw up for whatever reason. And you're out in public. You don't want to throw up in the public toilet, right? Like I kind of get the sink thing because, like, even throwing up in your toilet at home. Like sometimes, if I like, it's been a while. I can't remember the last time I threw up, but like, 
there's been moments in my life where I'm like, I think I'm going to throw up. So I go to the toilet and then being that close to the toilet is what makes me throw up. Yes. I'm like, this is gross. I hate being this close to the toilet. <laughs> it's almost like the finger purge thing. For, you know, like yeah, it's like, yeah. I don't need that. Just put me close to the toilet bowl. And I'm like, this is fucking disgusting. <laughs> but like, So like, could you imagine that with a public toilet? No, that's no, like disgusting. I would never want my face to be that close to a public toilet. So I would get the sink thing. But yeah. I then I think I would also feel bad knowing that someone had to clean it up. So like, it'd be like a weird, <laughs> like, I don't know where, maybe I'd just throw up in the garbage. Like... That I mean, but that's bad too. Because then, like, what if the bag rips when oh, they're taking oh, it? Right, right, oh right, God! Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, mm-hmm. I, sometimes you just got to get it out, though. Like, I mean, right. as much as like the public toilet's gross, if you get enough distance, so you don't get the splash. Mm. Then it's like you you know you're gonna get it out by getting close enough to the toilet. But I always feel bad for the person who's got to clean it yeah. because you don't hit it 100 percent of the time. <laughs> right? There's like it's covered on the sides mm. and. You know, once you're done, you feel shame and you're like, all right, I'm just going to leave. You know what I miss? And the pandemic really took away from us. People throwing up in urinals. I haven't seen throw up in a urinal in a very long time. And you probably don't know this. I, I would. Not, I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, most bars on most Fridays and Saturday nights, classier establishments, restaurants, not really a worry. But if you're going to like a like a place to get drunk on a Friday or yeah. Saturday, some dude is going to throw up in the urinal at some point and really? then it's going to sit there all night. And it's. Disgusting. And it's kind of impressive, though, when you think about it. Yeah. If you're taking a leak and then you're also throwing up at the same time. Right. And able to do that. Like, take some skill. Right. I've never thrown up in a urinal. I've never done it either. Yeah. I've seen. never thrown up in a sink, at least in public. I've seen somebody, um, (laughs) I guess you could say, use the urinal as a slip and slide. What? Now, at the old Winnipeg Arena, they used to have troughs. Oh, the and troughs. there's Alexa, a guy you know what a trough is. I've heard. Yeah. So the, it's just like a giant open metal thing that'll go down the whole wall. The whole and wall. Like, there's no like specific spots to pee. It's just a long thing where you can pee anywhere in it. And then it all like drains down to one drain at the end. And usually they put ice in it. I don't know what the ice is supposed to do. Help with the smell. Yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah. Uh, so like it was like, yeah, troughs. But the Pretty old Winnipeg Arena had a massive trough. It was like 30, 40 feet long. And it's about a foot and a half wide. And so there's a guy in there. It's a great dick watching spot. (laughs) It's way easier to see another guy's dick at a trough than a urinal. In fact, Kirk Hammett of Metallica gave me a glance. Really? Yeah. And he took a look. (laughs) He's very proud of (laughs) And It was a moment. It was a moment. He was like, pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) It's not bad. It's not a bad dick. Such a strange concept to me that like, I don't know, that you just ha- everybody's out in the open because it's just not yeah. really like that in the women's washroom. Right. Guys will pee anywhere. Though. Yeah. You know, that's the problem. That's true. Um, but there's you, a, you're, you look a lot of dicks in your life, even if it's by accident, especially at a trough. You're just like, there's dicks everywhere. <laughs> but getting back to the story, this guy was Please. taking bets about seeing how much money he could raise to go and trough dive. And I think he got like $400 from people in the bathroom and he ran and he trough dove down and slid down and slid down into the trough. Oh my God. No. Face first, right in there. For $400? At least 400 bucks. At least that not enough. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) I'm not saying like, like, no, the 400. This isn't Winnipeg. Okay. (laughs) 
So it's years still ago, P. is pee different in Winnipeg? Is pee cleaner? <laughs> no, not at all. But yeah. oh, it's Clorox. If you're now. desperate for the money, I guess, and if you're drunk, which of course this guy had to have been drunk. Yes. No sober person is going to trough dive. No, that's horrendous. I've never heard of trough diving. Yeah, that's a thing. But you don't see troughs really anymore. No, they got rid of it. I yeah. wonder why. Probably because of stupid idiots like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. you never see public buildings with troughs anymore. I feel like the only place you see troughs anymore. Have you ever been to like a music festival or like a, a beer fest or a wine fest where instead of they'll have like a fenced off area for guys where it's just a big long trough inside the fence. It's like those construction fences and then they put tarps on it. Oh. Uh, but that's the guy's bathroom. Yeah. Like, and there's no actual toilets. It's just a big trough system really? in there. Those are, I've seen, you see them there, but like. I haven't seen a trough trough in a while. Yeah. I think the Pacific Coliseum here has a trough. Maybe a lot of old like arenas. Yeah. Maybe I like think that. it does. Yeah. But I can't remember for sure. God, miss a good trough. I know. <laughs> Meet you at the trough. Meet you Second at the trough. Second period. Yeah. I feel like a trough would be a good place to throw up though. Yeah. Yeah. Just wash down. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. And no one really would have to deal with cleaning it, especially if there's ice in there, it would slowly melt and it all would flow. Well, it depends away. how chunky it is because it could get stuck in the drainage That's area, not, but yeah. you know. Ooh. I'm done with this. Yeah. All right. Good. <laughs> we got to talk about Kim Jong un. Okay. Did you see the announcement this week? No. Kim Jong un has announced that he, uh, he is banning mullets and skinny jeans in North Korea amongst a plethora of other things, but the most important ones is Kim Jong un has banned mullets. In skinny jeans. No one in North Korea is allowed to grow a mullet or wear skinny jeans anymore. He also only, uh, he put out a list of 15 non-socialist haircuts that people are allowed to have. Okay. So there's only 15 choices of haircuts now uh, in all of North Korea. He also banned ripped jeans, slogan t-shirts, and facial piercings, specifically nose and lip piercings. Uh, and uh, apparently his... Mindset about the whole thing is that uh, all of these things are just ways for capitalism to get into the country. Oh, yeah, mullets. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so he wants to keep capitalism out. So no capitalist haircuts at all or clothing. So really? Yeah. <laughs> That's so what a fascinating place, North Korea. So is. is he allowed to have it? He's allowed to do whatever he wants. Of course, he's a, he's a god there. But he, nobody else is. I would love to see him with a mullet. He is a yeah. chubby little tyrant. He is on. He is on a. He's on a real kick of control. Uh, <laughs> and at one, here's a question, and this could be offensive, <laughs> admittedly. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Are the people of North Korea really just like? Obviously, they're under a dictatorship, and they have to do what they have to do to survive. But I feel like a good chunk of them are also really gullible. Well, and this to. is a bold statement, I know, and but they just believe everything he says, and it's like, do they though? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't that's think they've got. Like, we're not yeah. getting the real story. So, like, I would. How much would you love to talk to somebody who, like, lives in a small town in North Korea and just be like, do you actually believe all the shit he says, or do you yeah. like? Is it just reported that you all believe what he says? You know, like, because like he said some crazy shit. There was like rumors. Remember when he was telling people he didn't shit? Yeah. 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 He said he didn't have an asshole. Like, like, <laughs> like, like people just like believe that. And I was like, do they though? Do they actually believe it? 
Or do they just report that everyone believes everything he's like? I don't know what the details of that are. But they know? don't have access to the outside world, there, do they? Right. Yeah. So, the, but do they genuinely believe, like, oh my god, this guy doesn't have an asshole? Like, like, like. Well, if they're thinking of him as a god, have you seen how much cheese he eats? Oh yeah, yeah. the guy definitely. Yeah, you shits. need an asshole. Or he's ate so much cheese that he can't shit, and he actually doesn't. Like he's just backed up. <laughs> it's just, just fromage all and when there. he does that's going to be a national holiday right <laughs> maybe that's what it is he hasn't shit in years um but the whole his whole like he just lies so often and i don't understand how it works there that everyone believes it like there's this mountain in north korea and i believe it's like near it could be wrong about the geography of it but i believe it's like near south korea like it's uh, this mountain kind of separating the two countries and it's considered like this sacred mountain. And um, do you remember when they put the photo of him out? Oh, yeah. They I remember that. They put this photo of him out. And they said that he had climbed the mountain in record time. Like the fastest person to ever climb this mountain. Oh, God. And you're like, he's way too fat. <laughs> like, yeah. He's not He'd athletic. be winded at the trailhead. And the photo <laughs> was him. He was wearing like slacks and dress shoes and a trench coat. And was not sweating. And they're like, he just climbed this mountain in record time. And I'm like, in Dockers? Like, who is fucking <laughs> believing this? You know, like, how do we believe all these lies? Like, I don't understand. And didn't he also say he shot 18 on their only 18 hole golf course? Yeah, he got a hole in one on every hole. Was <laughs> like, his watch golf out, golf. Tiger Woods. Yeah, yeah, like, like, <laughs> the insane lies that I'm just like, I, I, are people actually believing it or is it just being reported that they believe it? You know, like I, I, I would, or is it just like them saying, Oh yeah, 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 for sure. You did. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, right. This guy's All right. Crazy. Like just <laughs> let him believe whatever he wants. So we get to eat today. Just yeah. agree with them. Just yeah, agree yeah, with yeah. Them. Like, they just don't want to go to jail. <laughs> the other part that fascinates me about Kim Jong-un is that he went to school in Switzerland. Like he went to college and studied there when his dad was still in control. And like, he was set to be like the heir and that was uh, like, as far as you know, like uh, public uh, public knowledge. But he went to Switzerland pretty much like anonymously. Like he was just a just an exchange student. It wasn't like, oh, here's the the son of Kim Jong Il. It's uh, here's just this guy, you know, like, like like, and he just went to normal college and had like normal college friends. And then like all of a sudden, like shit goes down. He leaves college, goes back to North Korea. And then, like, all the people that he went to school with then would, like, turn on the news and be like, that's that fucking, that's Kim's yeah. guy. Yeah. And he's, like, on there murdering his brother and shit. You're like, I'd fucking partied with that guy. Yeah. Like, you know, like <laughs> we butt chugged together. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, we were just doing normal college guy shit. And now he's murdering his brother and a dictatorship who claims he doesn't have an asshole. Like, <laughs> how did he butt chug then? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Like, I feel like we all have those people in our past where like you don't hear from them for a long time. They're kind of acquaintances. You're not super close to them. And then you like learn some fact about them a decade later and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, but could you imagine that person in your life is Kim Jong-un? Because there's a whole like class of college students from Switzerland who have that story. Yeah. yeah. Like, what a wild story to tell people. Like, I went to school with Kim Jong-un. No, he didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Look at this picture. And honestly, he was, <laughs> honestly, it was a good time. Like, like, and that, like, they liked him. Like, there were some people that were his friend. We'd love basketball all the time, man. Yeah, he was yeah. a massive Dennis Rodman fan. Yeah. Apparently, he was, like, really into, um, he's in, so, which is so fascinating that he wants to keep Western, like, culture out of North Korea, considering he seems to love it so much. Yeah. Like, it's all these, like, reports of him loving like, just American movies and all this different stuff that he got access to because of his family's you know, 
prominence in the country. They've been running the country. Yeah, they're allowed to. Uh, So he had access to all this stuff that no one else there gets, and he loved it, but then he just doesn't want anyone else to have it. It's so weird. It's so so weird. weird. Did you ever have someone like that in your life where you, like, went to school with them or, like, uh, maybe were friends when you were, like, little, you know, or something? You are like, oh, we were best friends when we were six, and now they're whatever, uh, the prime minister. Like, something wild? Nothing like that, though. No. No. Everybody that I went to school with pretty much still lives in the small town I grew up in. Right. What about college, though? Because you went to radio school for a little bit. For a little bit. But no, I'm the only person who got a job out of our college. And I dropped out. (laughs) (laughs) What about you? No, I'm kind of the same where it's, I don't know. I like everybody that I went to high school, elementary school with. They're pretty much like still in Richmond or in the outskirts. And same with college, too. And I'm also the only one that got a job. Really? What about you? I can think of like a couple scenarios. I think like the common one that a lot of people go through is like that person's a parent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that. Oh, so many people with babies. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're just like, what the fuck? Like out of all of us, you that's the first, you're the first one to be a dad. <laughs> like I saw you funnel a two, six of Smirnoff. Like, <laughs> and now you're raising a child like that. I get that feeling a lot. Uh, people from high school, mostly still in, the, in my hometown, which makes sense. Small town. Uh, there's one guy that from college that sticks out to me. I met this guy in college. He was in school, same school, different program. He was going to be a dentist. And then like a couple of years later, I got word that he moved to India and he started a dental practice in India where he and the patient would take acid together. What? Yeah. And then he would do their teeth. And on that, acid. Yeah, yeah. And they were both on acid and that was his whole business. And it was like this like, <laughs> this like experience that he would sell there where it was like like kind of like a shaman type thing like he was like a like a oh he not actually shaman i don't know what you'd classify this as but some sort of healer <laughs> he was a tooth healer yeah yeah <laughs> and it was like you'd go you both draw drop acid together i guess i don't know how long acid takes to kick in you wait till it starts and then he does your teeth what? and that was the business that he came up with hell no and like oh. this was like a decade ago and like, as far as I know, he's still doing it. I, I mean, it's been a while. Could you imagine that's your job every day? To take acid? Is to take teeth? acid and clean teeth. No way. Have you ever done acid? No. No? Really? I've n- no, I've never done acid. That blows my mind. I figured you would have. No. Now, it's just, I've heard too many stories about it. And I'm just like, no, I don't want to touch that stuff. Right. I remember like going to visit my grandma before she passed away in like the, re- the retirement home or whatever. And there's this kind of like crazy guy there. And my grandpa would always be like, that's that guy is here because he did too much acid. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, he like he gets these constant flashbacks and he'd be having these flashbacks. I've heard crazy. that. But I'm like, I also don't know if he was just trying to get me to not do acid. Like, I'm not sure yeah. that this person just didn't have some sort of other issue, you know. Um, but I I remember that. And then I freaked out and I was like, I never, I never. Uh, no, I had a buddy who <laughs> I worked with who used to do acid all the time. He uh, actually was like one of my first radio jobs. He would come into the control room. He's like, hey, do you have any scissors? And I'm like, yeah, I got scissors here in this drawer. Gave him the scissors. And he starts cutting up this paper. And he starts eating the paper. I'm like, didn't really think anything of it. Then he's like, hey, man. You didn't think anything of it? This guy's eating paper? Well, he's not got a job to do. I'm still doing my job. He's just sitting there cutting paper up and eating it. And then he's like, hey, man, can I borrow your car? I'm like, what are you doing? (laughs) That's when I finally clued in, like, how weird this was. And I'm like, he's like, I'll just drop some acid, man. And I'm going to go to McDonald's. I'm like, no, you're not taking my damn car. Walk your tripping ass over there. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he was doing this at work. 
at work. He eventually got fired because he was like a videographer and he'd set up um, books or whatever for the six o'clock news that they have to have that like, you know, at the end of the newscast, there's like the picture of the city or whatever. He set up a bunch of books, put the camera there and then filmed himself for 10 minutes playing hacky sack. And he was hot. Put that on the end of the news. And that was on the end of the news. And he <laughs> I got think I love this guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Sounds like a He's fun like, time. And he knows he was high as hell when he was doing yeah. it too. <laughs> He's like, instead of like a, a beautiful, beautiful panoramic view of Winnipeg or wherever the hell you were, it's here's me playing hacky yeah. sack. In the, in the, the parking like lot. Guy. I love <laughs> Also, such a bold move to just walk in and just start eating acid in front of somebody without telling them what you're doing and then ask to borrow the car. Yeah. yeah. This guy. Ballsy. Yeah. I think I'm a fan. Yeah. <laughs> he's probably still like that. He's probably. His name was Dude. Nobody his was, knew his real name. His name, he just went by Dude. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Do you ever wonder, like, guys like that? Like, our, our industry, like, the media industry in Canada, it's a, it's a pretty cutthroat business. There's not that many jobs. There's not that many like well-paying jobs anymore with the way media is going. And then you hear stories like that and you're like, how the fuck does that guy have a job? Yeah. Like, like, you know, like I went to school with a lot of really talented people who could never find work. Yet some guy named Dude's playing hacky sack on the news. Yeah. Like how? (laughs) There's so many people like that in our industry. It's just how? How are you here? (laughs) <laughs> you've gotten a promotion somehow right and people fall, fall up, the up the ladder yeah <laughs> constantly they like fail bigger job fail bigger job I'm like uh, okay it just doesn't make sense yeah, yeah, yeah I'm like okay this is why we're losing <laughs> like like wild <laughs> so dude would do acid and play hacky sack on the news that's funny yeah yeah now 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 is like that's the t- perfect type of person you don't know his name so it's gonna be impossible but I feel like that's the perfect type of person to do like a checkup on now. Like what's that guy doing now? You know, Parenting, I honestly, I think working at Lowe's, like what's the deal? I want to know. I think that he like lives in the woods <laughs> with his now wife and seven kids Whoa. and they run like some sort of like religious commune Cult. time. I have. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. Seven kids. So, yeah, he's got like seven or eight kids. Too Whoa. many kids. Could you imagine having seven kids? I can't On imagine acid. having one kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. makes him more tolerable. Yeah. <laughs> I got little monsters everywhere. Can you imagine being that fucked up and playing with children? No. Have you ever been around a baby just like high on weed? It's so weird. Like, I feel uncomfortable. I'm like, I can't, I can't I be high around a child. It just feels no. wrong. Yeah, I don't, I never have. Yeah. <laughs> You just have friends' kids that, you know, you'd be, whatever, a house party, and they're like, oh, the kid's coming home, got to go down for a nap or whatever, and you're like, <laughs> Yeah, it just Do feels wrong know? on every Do level. they know? <laughs> Those kids know. They know I'm high. <laughs> um, I got one more conspiracy theory okay. that I want to go over here. I have a salad dressing conspiracy theory, and I think this is pretty much on lock. I, I'm not necessarily looking for you guys to dispute it. I'm more looking for confirmation. On my opinion, okay? You know when you buy like a Crafts salad dressing? Okay, yeah. And they, you take the top off and they got that little plastic piece on it to make the hole real small, like a reasonable size. Mm. So not too much comes out. Yeah. Bought like a gourmet salad dressing the other day and it still had like the big ass hole. And my conspiracy is they want you to have the big ass hole because you'll use way more by accident and then you have to buy another one. This is right, yeah. right? Yeah. That's the reason salad dressing 
they're not adding those to everyone. It just pours up. Yeah, and it ruins yeah. the fucking salad. And you're like, why? It's balsamic. It's very liquidy. Why is the hole this big? You know, like it doesn't make any sense. And then I was like, ah, this is what they want. They then- want you to ruin your salad so you buy more. But it's the more mature salad dressing. If right. you're buying the gourmet stuff, you're more mature. You're right. not just the craft guy who gets it from Walmart or whatever. I'm a craft guy specifically yeah. for this reason. Craft's not trying to fuck with your bank account. Okay. Craft's like buy our dressing. Enjoy it. Put a reasonable amount on. These gourmet ones are like, A, we're more expensive. B, yep. we're fucking your salad up. Like, <laughs> and you're going to have to buy more. So I'm st- I'm plain Jane. I'm, I mean, if you looked at me, <laughs> just a photo of me, you'd be like, that guy is craft. He drinks yeah, ranch. Yeah, 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 yeah. That guy is craft. Uh, so I think that all checks out. But I, I, I've decided that I'm only a craft guy from now on. I'm sticking with it because these gourmet salad companies, they're not, they're not getting the best of me. <laughs> I shouldn't have Does bad it really luck with bother salad. you? I get angry at salad. I you can, do. Like the the no chopping of the romaine, romaine lettuce, like restaurants when they oh, make yeah. a Caesar and they don't chop it. That is, we've talked about that on this podcast before. That's how much that infuriates me. This is my new salad conspiracy. Angry at it. You just need to cut salad out of your life, I think. <sighs> you have a lot of anger towards salad. Just cut it out. <laughs> just cut it out. No, just direct it all to craft. It's all going to craft. I'm a craft influencer now. I'm only buying craft products. <laughs> Craft would cut up their romaine. Right. Craft wouldn't fuck with you like that. Kraft would <laughs> be like, here's a reasonably sized bites of romaine. So you don't also when they don't chop it enough and you're like, you go to bite and the piece of lettuce is this long, and you're like, it's not spaghetti. Like you can't. And it's hanging by the it. lettuce threads. Yeah, you're like, or you're like trying to chew and you're like, do you ever get this when you eat salad? Or is this we have a real theory that I eat way too fast in my house. I definitely eat really fast. And I think it's because I only eat twice a day. And by the time I'm hungry, like by the time I'm eating, I'm starving. So I'm just like, like, but I think I eat salad too fast because a lot of times I'll be eating and then I'll swallow a bit. You get the thing where like half the lettuce goes down your mouth, but the other chunk you're still chewing on up here. What are you, a snake? It's like kind of like Jesus Christ. What? <laughs> your esophagus have teeth on it, just pulling everything down for you? No, you're going you to swallow. <laughs> you go to swallow, and you're like, oh, this is fine. It's salad. I could swallow. I don't need to chew this that much. And then like a big long piece goes down. No. no this, this never happened to either. This is all you. This I've never had this issue ever in my life. No, well, now I, I feel self conscious about this. Chew your damn food. You're but supposed I'm to chew it 30 times before you swallow 30? it. 30 Are times. Crazy? Who has that much time? <laughs> I eat so much salad too, and I've never had this. Never. <laughs> no. I'm a big salad guy. I, like, cause I, I, I love my, I love veggies. So I'm mm. a big veggie. I eat a lot of salads, surprisingly. You wouldn't think that that would be my thing, but clearly just too fast. I <laughs> yeah, guess. chew your food. Okay, you're taking a bite of steak. How many times are you chewing it before you swallow it? Oh, quite a few. Yeah, because I want to get all that flavor out of there. No, and then swallow her <laughs> down. I don't want to choke. I'm, I'm, I can literally, yeah. I can gauge how much I would chew it just by how many I think times? Like nine times I chew a piece of steak before you're I about, swallow it. You're about twenty-one times. <laughs> yeah, 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 too short on that chew. My girlfriend watched me gummy bears too. And we realize that I don't chew them at all. You just swallow. I them just all? put them in, and I go and I like squeeze the juice out of it and like suck and then swallow it. But I don't actually break it up, so I'm just swallowing whole gummy bears. Oh no! You're gonna choke. Yeah, you're gonna choke. I choke all the time. <laughs> it's like a real issue. I'm constantly when we're eating, I'm like, <clears throat> <laughs> like, or even drinking water. Like, a, like it, 
this water bottle is full. Like I don't just have a sip of water. You I chug like, it. I chug a whole glass at a time and I choke on water constantly. <laughs> like I'm going to die from choking on water, <laughs> oh which is going to be very embarrassing. But you know who would never do that to me? Craft, because a reasonable size, <laughs> a mountain will come out and you can't choke on it. This is why craft is great. Craft is keeping me alive. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So Chew your goddamn food, bro. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we're Please. so, we're, we're very concerned for you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we don't want you to choke. We care. <laughs> I just always been. I've like never that. done the Heimlich on anybody, but I'm thinking that you might be the first person if we ever go out to eat together that I have to like, oh God. But what do you do in that situation? Do you just like let you try and just like get it down first? How how long do you wait until you actually go and give the Heimlich? That's a good question. It's till you turn purple. It's when you like. It's when it's like full blockage. I I'm a, uh, I did like the whole first aid training, and like it's when there's like no air at all right. coming. But through. what's the signal? What's it's, the signal for for I'm about to die? Give me the Heimlich. It's like when when they're not coughing anymore because they can't cough. That's like, that's when you, right, you got to tell them to like cough until like, they're like literally nothing. It's, it's like, like silence. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like if there's no air getting out, like that would be fully silent probably. Right. You're like, yeah. You like, was great. <laughs> yeah, that was great right in front of that microphone too. The way you had your mouth open. Mean that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> People are going to take that yeah, yeah, yeah. and run with it. Oh. <laughs> I've nearly choked on ice. Five times this episode alone, guys. This is just who I am. Okay. Thank you for your concern, though. I appreciate it. I'm glad you are trained in first aid. Everything should be fine. Luckily, I don't eat here. Just drink. <laughs> Chad Kroger gets mad when you eat here. That's the rumor. Yeah. That, there's signs yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, Chad's, don't eat. Chad's always watching. Yeah. yeah. I'm, Chad, I'm stealing your lunch. You, <laughs> you got to learn how to do the Heimlich maneuver on yourself. You, right. There's like a way to do that. On yourself? Yeah. Where you, you throw like, yourself your back up against the wall really hard or something or what? No, you got to like find like like a table corner and then like throw yourself oh, onto the- Oh like, God, yeah. that would hurt. so painful. I yeah. guess the Heimlich is painful, right? Yeah. Does I guess. that break your sternum a lot of the time? I think you can. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Well, because it's like you got to like go in. You, you'll definitely get like bruising. It's like not- Have you ever saved a person's life? Uh, Either of you? Not like that. Hell no. No. No, no. me neither. Yeah, wish. <laughs> Have you? No. Oh, okay. All right. Nor would I. <laughs> Nor would I. The world is well, over- that guy's choking. He probably just yeah. didn't chew 30 times. Yeah. <laughs> the world is overpopulated, you know? Let it run its course. Natural selection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they die, they die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if he didn't eat, he would have died anyway. So, you know, one of the two. <laughs> oh, we're bad people. Let's yeah. wrap this up. This was a fun episode once again. Thoroughly enjoying doing the podcast. Um, we got some big thank yous. Thank you to Kraft. Uh, <laughs> thank you to Kim Jong-un. Um, thank you to uh, Jen for the email earlier and Maria who fucked her email. Yeah, thanks, yeah. Maria. Thanks a lot, Maria. We really appreciate it. Uh, also, big thank you to Jim Bob John for the original music, Jessica Wong for the graphics, the Comedy Here Often Podcast Network for uh, having us here in the 604 Studios. Um, and make sure you check out a bunch of the other shows on there. Um, also the flagship, check out the comedy here often podcast. Yes. With the one and only producer, Alexi, uh, the co-host of that one, um, with Kevy. And it's a lot of fun. So go check that out. You guys posted the, uh, the interview you did with Mark Norman. Yeah. Which was, I saw just a clip of it. It's so funny. Mark Norman's so funny. So, so funny. Uh, go check out that episode. And, uh, thank you very much for watching. Please rate, review, subscribe, comment. Leave a thumbs up, a thumbs down. Send us an email, tylerlynch at gmail.com. And uh, an, an update coming soon. From Chad? 
hopefully from Chad. Chad Kroger, we will see you soon.